Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hello, and welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association. This is episode 228, and we are here with Kate Swan of the Florida School of Woodworking to go through the five questions. So to get right into it, Kate, welcome, and how did you get into woodworking? My dad was a tinkerer and um, always taught me how to do different sorts of things. And then when I moved to the States, I lived in Portland, Oregon, where I had the money pit of a house. It was built in 1812 and started acquiring tools and started making things and they kept falling apart. So I ended up going to the Florida, excuse me, excuse me, I ended up going to the Oregon College of Arts and Crafts and studied in their evening program for about four years and started making things that didn't fall apart and people started buying. Excellent. All right, Kate, let's see. Second question on the docket is, what is your favorite tool? I think I know the answer to this. You already know the answer to this. So I love pyrography. So I love my burning pen. Um, and I have a particular favorite. Um, but uh, it uh, is kind of ugly looking because I got it wrapped in duct tape and, and uh, it's pretty gnarly. Now, I've never used a burning pen, but is it, is it essentially like a soldering iron, but with a different tip? Um, for the most part, yeah. There's several different flavors of them. Um, and the one that I particularly like to use is a, a vented solid state, so you don't take the, the nib off. The nib always stays on there. Okay, right. um, but you can get several different flavors. The nib is, the, is so, the part that heats up that cuts the wood or burns the wood? Yeah, that's the bit that you don't want to touch. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I just Googled vented solid-state pyrography. I don't know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> um, but these are dedicated tools for pyrography, and you can – it looks like you can actually dial in the temperature and everything. And yeah. So, so the burner that you use, you will usually have a uh, control feature on there that lets you turn the temperature up and down. Okay. Hmm. These these, so these look like these these are way beyond the soldering iron that I would. Yeah, they're not. They're, yeah, they're not. They're not your. What is it? Your grandmother's soldering iron. <laughs> It all works. Yep. <laughs> Dads, whoever it is, it's not theirs. <laughs> do do you do they come or with different tips or can you swap the tips out? Do you are you always using the same tip or is it like a, a carving tool where you have different tips for different impressions or shapes or so there's one kind of pen where you can take the tip off and put a different one on, and there's a second kind of pen where the tip is always the tip. You can't ever you can't ever change it out. Um, the pen that I love to use is the one that you can't ever change it out, but I've recently got, um, a whole series of pens where you can do that. And, and I, you know, I'm still sort of on the fence of them, but, but, um, you know, both sets work. Um, the, the ones that have a little bit, the pens that have a little bit more insulation in the handle 
are friendlier to use because mm-hmm. then you can burn for a long time without burning your fingertips off and in you know they might be useful for you know spies where you don't have to give <laughs> fingerprints but you know it's a little uncomfortable to get to that state what would you recommend somebody pick up if they were looking to get into pyrography like just starting I so um there um let me just get there just to make sure I'm selling you right hang on I want to make sure I say the right guys um so there's oh shoot I can't remember the name so there's a a a great company MCI um they offer um a couple of different styles of burner um but they are down in south florida and englewood and just a lovely sort of sleepy little town down there um and you can get um i i would re- recommend the uh burn master um that's a, a super <laughs> do you buy one just for the name <laughs> um and so the Burnmaster Eagle is a is a really good uh, burner to get. You probably I I've got one with two burners, but you really or two ports. You really only need one one port if it's you know it's just as easy to use. Hmm. So that would so that's the 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 uh, the Burnmaster Eagle is the one with two, and then the Burnmaster Hawk is the one with the the single port. Sorry, I'm Googling this stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. In your work, who would you say has influenced you the most? Um, God. Um, so I would say, strangely enough, um, that it is uh, artists outside of woodworking. Um, when I see pieces uh, like uh, Rodin's work. Um, that's, you know, just some of the mass of that and kinetic pieces. Um, I really love seeing large scale sculptural installations. Um, so what, you know, when I look at, at sort of artists outside that, that's really, you know, those are inspirational to me to see. And then I think folks like like Dixie um, and um, uh, Brian Newell. I love Brian's work. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that's you know he's just pretty astonishing. Um, and um, I you know I, I again I'd like to to sort of just listen to him talk and listen and you know watch his brain in motion. Um, and, uh, Jared Osgood is also somebody who I just am like, yeah, yeah. Fantastic makers. That's, that's quite a list. Yeah. There's <laughs> Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian Newell's. Been, I don't know where you go with that. Well, no, no, I was, I was, I was also just Googling more Brian Newell pieces. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, he, he's been He's been making the rounds at the office and that's, it's everybody just like, look at this, look at that, look at this. And, uh, Brian Newell and Jerry Osgood. It's funny. Cause I, I feel like, um, Jerry Osgood is one of those people who, uh, 
when they talk about coaching trees in the NFL or something like that, it's like, and uh, everybody comes back to like Bill Parcells or something or whatever. Um, Jerry Osgood's one of those designers that yeah, it's yeah. like he he inspired so and so, who inspired so and so, who inspired. But I feel like Jerry Osgood's one of the the you know the Godfathers, where everything seems to stem from. And right. yeah, yes. all great furniture design could be traced back to, or all great modern studio furniture design could be traced back to Jerry Osgood at some point. Yeah. That legacy that, that sort of inspiration that, that he does is just, you know, I'm standing awe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, question number four, Kate is what was your biggest stumbling block? Oh, biggest stumbling block. Okay, so I'm a wood snob. Um, I really like working with solid wood. I think that it tells a story and in that it's its own uh, being in some ways. And it took me a while to be able to recognize that veneer has its place. Mm. Um, I felt like that was, you know, that it, in some ways that, that, that wasn't right. That, uh, and I, it's, it's, it's silly to sort of say it, but I felt like that it wasn't really wood when you, when you made something out of veneer using veneer, Mm -hmm. um, and that it detracted from the, you know, in quotation marks, the essence of the piece. But I, feel much more strongly now that veneer is a much uh, kinder way of shepherding the resources that, you know, you know, we need to as, as woodworkers and, and a much uh, uh, thoughtful way of, of using, you know, uh, valuable species of lumber that, that shouldn't be, hidden inside the surfaces as it were. So mm-hmm. that, that, you know, getting over my snobbery was, was, was a hard, hard thing for me to do. That's, it's funny. You're, I mean, you're the, I hang out with a lot of woodworkers. You're the first one who's talked about veneer from a sustainability aspect. And I mean, I, people talk about it for economical reasons or economical sustainability. I only have so much of this to, to go around, but that's, that's something to really think about when, when you're working with, you know, um, with these, these woods that are hard to come by and rightfully so um, veneering is, is a responsible way of, of using them. That's, that's right. I mean, so, so here's the deal. I mean, look at look at Babinga slabs and look at yeah. Babinga. You know, we, we everybody got crazed about having Babinga slabs ta- Babinga slab tables, and now they're on the they're on the scientist list, and, yep. and you can't get them because we just you know. Um, and I and I and I understand the whole live edge thing, and I understand the sort of the beauty. I, I mean, I get that. That's where with that's where I'm at, but. You know that you know when you we see all these wonderful woods coming coming out of of countries that don't have as much uh, forestry you know strong forestry practices, and I just I just think it, it we should stop and pause about how we're using some of those woods and and you know you know if I if if there was unlimited forests 
yeah, absolutely. Let's let's chop everything down, but there's not. And um, I think as we, as we as we look on in in you know, let's let's if we look down the road, 50, 60, 70, 100 years from now, mm. do we still think that we're going to be able to be going to the lumber yards and getting these exotics that we're pulling? Um, no, we're going to be fighting over ash. <laughs> you know, and I, I know that we struggle with with, with forestry practice in the, in the U.S., but you know, in in comparison, there's a much better job going on. You know, and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be looking at more sustainable practices. But yeah, you know, Babinga is just a great example. Yeah. Well, now that you've uh, come to terms with veneer. The last question, how has the internet influenced your work? Um, hmm. So when I have an idea for a piece, I use the internet to fill the reference library in my brain. Mm -hmm. So if I think, gosh, you know, I'm really enamored with making a table that looks like a bridge, I leverage the internet to look at a thousand bridges and, you know, look at those architectural styles and the structural mechanisms and, and the lines that they fill. And, and so imagery from the internet is something that, that I use a lot. I can see that. Do you dive into, uh, you know, Google images or what's your, what's your go-to for it, researching? Good. Yeah, it's Google Google Images, and then invariably, you know, you click on something and you're you're somewhere strange, and in, you know, and then you start contemplating, you know, okay, so they 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 use these sort of uh, start sort of moving forward and backwards in time. So if you if you start looking at bridges, then you start looking at the Brooklyn Bridge, and then you look at, you know, what was happening during that era, and in. Um, you know, what people were dressed like, then all of a sudden, instead of making a table that looks like a bridge or making a table that looks like a pair of suspenders or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't done that. I probably haven't done made a table I'm, with a pair of suspenders. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about it right now, and it's it, there's there's probably something there. Oh, there's definitely a table there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Googling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kate, thank you so much for coming on and answering the five questions. Um, before we let you go, let me just remind everyone that they can uh, come visit your wonderful school if they go to Fine Woodworking Hands-On, which is February 1st through 3rd at the Florida School of Woodwork. And you can go to finewoodworking.com forward slash, forward slash hands dash on to check that out. And um, with that... Kate, where could people find out more about you online if they wanted to? We'd love them to go to schoolofwoodwork.com. Great, great. And and you, Ben, where can people find out about you? Not, I don't know. Uh, if they, they're not going to want to, but let's just say they did. If if they if they felt like it, they would make me happy just by going to finewoodworking.com and uh, clicking around there. I'm going to go there and click until I find you. You'll find me pretty quick, but yeah. All right, and I can be found at modernwoodworkersassociation.com. So um, go take a beautiful live edge and veneer it, and we'll talk to you later.